the only one around that listens to my problems. It's been a lonely about Grandmother Spider. Please tell me. Well, this will have to be a paraphrased handed down story because I don't quite remember the beginnings of time. You don't quite remember the beginnings of time? Some of it is remembering. Okay. I'm putting it back together. You have amnesia? Well, we all do. Right. Spiritual amnesia. Spiritual amnesia. So, from what I can recollect, Grandmother Spider was a goddess in the west and the goddess in the east there's a goddess of the east and the north and the south well the go goddess of the west was not in communication with the other goddesses and something big happened on the planet where the creator energy was needed and spiritually everyone was called to create to bring forth life so she was alone in her part of the web and thought well I'll make pairs pairs so she made man for a woman and sometimes she made men for men and women for women and she she was a little bit, you'll figure it out. <laughs> she, she, she didn't worry about how things needed to be. She just was sure to make a pair. There's a pair for everybody. And... Boot up. <laughs> and boot up. You know, which, from what I can gather, upset the other creator souls on the planet because they had a set plan. Mm. Is where... Grandmother Spider had no plan. She had compassion. Yes. And connectivity. So, and she was also the communicator between, you know, the heavenly realms and the earthly realm. Right. So she did her best. The intermediary. She was the intermediary between two worlds. I'm trying to remember the rest of that story. I, I don't know. You want me to tell you about my grandmother spider? Yeah. Okay. So I can tell you 
the story of Spider Carries Fire. All right. That is Chickasaw Tale that's been told around the campfire for a very, 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 very long time. And I don't know if I remember all of the different animals that tried to carry fire before Grandmother Spider managed to do it, but there was a lot of them. What do you point? Oh, make room for temptation. I'd like to pause. We're just looking at. I would uh, like synchronic- to pause for station identification and synchronistic moment, please. We are behind a cargo truck of Perrier. Perrier juice. And there's a big apple. Freshly squeezed Perrier. Freshly squeezed. And it says, "Make room for temptation." Refreshing and tasty. Forty-five calories. Yes. Peach and cherry. Okay, let's go back to Grandmother Spider where we left her. She she was on fire. So the Grandmother Spider was on fire. I mean, sort of the title kind of ruins it a bit because the title gives you the story. It's like spoiler alert. Yeah. Like they lead with the end, so it's sort of like Shakespeare. They tell you how it all works in the end, so that people don't have to be nervous. Right. That's a artifact of human storytelling that we've sort of evolved through. We now expect to be surprised. We expect to not know how it works out in the end until we get there. Mm -hmm. We don't like to peek ahead so much uh, anymore. But back then, they did like to know in advance how it worked out. So the title was Spider Carries Fire. So anyways, there was fire on one side of the world, only in one place. Yes. And it wasn't in the other place. Right. Right? So you can think side, down, up, north, East, west, sunrise. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Pick a pick an other. It's like sure. it's here but not there. It's sure. there but not here. That's the the differentiation. And so, all the animals in in the heretofore got together and said, "Hey, man, we should go over to where that light place is and bring some fire back from the sun." Right. Right. And everybody went, "Okay, but who's gonna do it?" And a lot of them tried, like. I can remember one of them was Possum. Mm-hmm. Possum thought he had it all worked out. It was like nice sharp teeth. They figured they could carry it easily, right. or or maybe uh you know balance that that light that fire in the um, yeah. in the tindery fur of theirs. Take exit ninety six to merge onto California ninety one toward Beach Cities. Of their tail. Pardon me. Because back then Possum had a nice bushy tail like squirrel. Oh, right. Yeah. So he thought he could hide the tinder in his tail and carry it back, sneak it back across the, the land, mm-hmm. in to bring it into the night, uh, into the other, into the here. Mm-hmm. And then he tried, failed epically. The flame just burnt up all of his fur off of his tail, and that's why opossums have skinny little naked snake tails. Um, you can use the carpool lane if you would like to. You don't have to, but you may. Trying to see where I could work. Actually, I would say not because it says fast track only unless you have. Do you have the fast track? I don't have the fast track. Then I would say you're fine in this lane, dear. Thank you. You're absolutely perfection. Stay. Oh, you just said stay in this lane. Turn off the direction. Follow the peach truck. Follow. Make room for temptation. We are following the panel Damn truck. Damn it. You know I don't want to follow temptation. All right. Well, then you could, uh, you could pass temptation, <laughs> but don't pass on the right. But wait. Uh, on the right is Angelo's. Thank you. Angelo's towing. We Thank can, you, we the can, angels. You saved me from temptation. You can get towed by Angelo. All right. All right, let me see if I can think of another uh, animal that... Uh, Grandmother spider. So, so uh, the fire... There yeah, was so a, 
there was possum an got possum. yeah so possum used to have a furry tail and now he has a naked tail because got burned that's off. the mark of, of his attempt and you know other yeah. creatures had other markers of other attempts I think there's something about raccoon used to be all white but uh -huh. after the, their attempt they got burned with soot and that now right. they're all um, you know black and white that kind of stuff right. um, there's different uh, animals listed depending on which version you read or hear told around right. the, the stories the right of two lanes to take exit it's, 96 uh, to merge on to California 91 toward beach cities oh. It's a fun game to play with children because you can get them to guess on which animals might have tried and why they might have wanted. Yes. You know, to burn like, their tails off. Well, or also like, how do you think they could have done it? And so it gets them thinking creatively and joining okay. into the story. So, so, so okay. How do so anyway, so how did Grandmother Spider actually work it out? There's the lobster again. Hi, lobster. <laughs> did the lobster um, help them? I think the lobster um, well, crayfish, very crayfish is an important figure in, um, yeah. or crawfish, however you want to say it. Um, shakshi, I just learned the word for, for shakshi. It's hard to say, but yeah. To merge onto California 91 West you're cities. fine in this lane. You're going to exit right here from this lane, and then you're going to go left over the freeway. All right. These are, these are ambiguous signs. Left to merge onto California 91 West toward Beach Cities. See? Update, we kept we You're kept perfect. in the left lane. We're good. All We're right, good. continue, Grandmother Spider. All right, so at any rate, what happened was... In 1.2 miles, <laughs> keep left to merge onto California 91 West See, what <laughs> I don't like the sounds of that. <sighs> All right. Yeah, just take a hit because seriously, it's not... Yeah. Posterity. We're on the way to visit with Edgar, Fabian Frias, our our beloved artist friend, shamanic. Use the left two lanes to keep left to merge onto California 91 West toward Beach Cities. Well, he's wonderful. He's yes. just wonderful. And we are going on a journey, on a pilgrimage to go see our friend. Edgar is our temple sibling. Remember that movie he's Escape to Witch Mountain? He's in temple service like we are, you know, and we're Cheap deep left. We're deep in alignment with their work for sure. Oh yeah. They are they are deep in alignment with the grid work that we're all involved with, so. Fun fact, Edgar and I are quite literally the children from Escape from Witch Mountain. I'm certain of it. The telepathy he and I share is just delicious. In 4.1 miles, exit 45 to merge You wanted her to be able to talk, I want you to say. No, I really wanted to read her words and not oh. hear her voice. I gotta turn it down. So, oh, crap. Oh. No, you're fine. You're good in this lane. You're absolutely fine. Thank God you grew up here. Thank God I went to college at, in Fullerton and lived in Fallbrook. So I've driven this freeway about 86 million times. <sighs> I wonder you're so calm. Yeah. You know, I try. All right, so and if anyone's wondering, we're still following Temptation because it's apparently the best lane to we're make. We're making room for him. We are adjacent to Temptation, but we have not good taken old, any. Good old Perrier. Good old 
good old apples. All right. So at any rate, Grandmother Spider, after all the other animals had tried and failed and, you know, left with different changes to their ways of being because of it, Grandmother Spider, who was very small, I mean, teeny tiny spider, stepped up to the fire or to the circle of the animals and said, I think I can bring back the fire from the other place. I think I can. I'm smiling. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Can. I'm pretty sure I can. Got. I got it, guys. And of course, she was mocked. But everyone was licking their wounds, and you know, nobody else was stepping up to volunteer. You know, hyena was just laughing. Yeah. Coyote. Our 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 hyena is called coyote. Yes. We have a laughing wolf in every land, and the one here in the chaparral is called coyote. <laughs> coyote. Yes. Oh, look at that biplane up in the sky. It looks like it's something out of time. Long live childhood. Wow. Didn't I just show you a wooden biplane? You did. Right it's before in your I got in the car. It's, it's sitting behind us. It's sitting behind us in that bag behind us. And now we're looking out the window and there is a biplane. You know one of those old fashioned like from before the war kind of planes? Yep. Kit plane. That is so weird. Fabulous serendipities. Yeah. So Grandmother Spider says, I'm going to do it. So she reaches down, she grabs a wad of clay from the center of the circle, and she starts weaving it with her web. Mm -hmm. And she smooths out and makes a, sharp, a soft little hollow with her web and with, and with the grasses and with her clay. And then she brings it and marches over to the land of the other where the light is. She, she captures a little bit of the sun, wraps it up in her web, drops it into the clay pot, puts the clay pot on her back, and marches back to the here circle. Back to the us. Back to the animals. And then she lifts up the lid on her little clay pot, dumps out the fire into the middle of the circle, and gives it to man to use. And now they know how to handle fire safely because Grandmother Spider taught them how to carry fire. Wow. We say, Lawak Sholi, carry the fire. 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 That's Chickasaw. That's Chickasaw storytelling. In the now. Yeah. In the modern. It's yes. the modern Chickasaw storytelling because the story keeps going whether you get your driving or your. Oh my. This is your exit up here. Honey. Oh, that's what you meant. Yes, to the right. Sorry. I, I thought you were saying, look at these trucks. They're almost hitting one another. Well, that too. <laughs> they're, they're almost hitting one another as they're trying to decide if they're going to take the 71 or not. What you did in here was my eyebrows going up very high. Yes. Oh, that was it. Sorry, I missed it. That's all right. I was so close. We can just take the 91 all the way there. That's also a, a route to Los Angeles, and we have oh. plenty of time to get there. Then why do they make you leave? Because the traffic, and it's more direct, and you know, because who wants to take the 91? We could take the 57 north instead of the 71. Well, it's saying in half a mile, take the exit. Oh, well, so maybe there's another way to get onto that that I'm not aware of. It's, I don't know. Well, anyway, so that's the story of Grandmother Spider from the Chickasaw framework and from Juliet's conversations with consciousness or however she frames her. How do you frame your your 
source. My remembering? Remembering. In Juliet's remembering, that's the story of Grandmother Spider. That she was part of the yeah. creation moment. The connection and the bridge between the creation and the created. Right. The creator and the created. Well, to the me, creator and the creation. It feels like I am riding the rails of DNA, RNA. <laughs> yeah, rungs and ladders. And shoots and ladders for sure. And um, most definitely, I don't know. It's a lot of the time I'll sit in in, in sun salutation and be. F it's almost like the light beams fill me with a story that I. I'm just now remembering or that rings true in my body mm. it how do I how do I express in words something that is so visceral that is so unique to my experience I guess I just have to go slowly um, in light beams I will see shapes and colors and geometry and I'll hear words and song and then within a day or two I'll have this broad awakening of, of how to how to do everyday things in 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 more efficient ways or a more balanced way or a more harmonious way and sometimes it'll be an ancient story that comes through with all of that um, so I don't know if it's if it's collective memory I'm tapping into stay in this thing yeah or if it's a uh, part of my DNA calling out to me because it's activated by sunlight I don't know the whole the whole the whole process is very new to me, so it takes a great deal of just being quiet and not adding a story to it for the story to come out, if that makes sense, where I have to just be an observer. Yeah, and it's hard to get to the old stuff because when we're here, we're constantly flooded with input about the now. Like which lane to get in or, or turn around, you went the wrong way or... Yeah. Ugh. Or you're you're wearing white after Memorial Labor Day. They it's just like, wanted us to bless that cul-de-sac. Well, quite clearly, we we circled the whole corral. If you ever miss a turn, because like you're calm now, right? Yeah. I'm calm and happy. Yeah. I love missing my turn because it gives you an extra blessing of the area. I feel like something happens like I'm diverted for a reason yep. and it's usually protective. Right. It's either saving me from some interaction in that route that I wasn't mm -hmm. well timed for or it's drawing me into an energetic space that really needs my blessing, that needs my attunement because I have a pretty strong energetic gravity mm -hmm. I think a pretty strong energetic that's not the right word gravity is the opposite of what I have what is it momentum radiance radiance that's the opposite of electromagnetism right radiance that would be yeah the yeah. projection of it yeah I know that I, I feel like my energy is loud 
Yeah. Like if your face. Well, it's an amplification for sure. Yeah. If your face was like voices, there's like whisper faces, and then there's like opera singer, diva, like loud screamer, like Wolfman Jack faces. And I definitely have the energetic and body language equivalent of oh, a mountain range my. covered in snow in yes. Southern California in December. <laughs> it's very dramatic. It's very. Oh, the hills are alive with the sound of music. Oh my God, Juliet! Oh, hello there. Hi, little songbird. Hi, buddy. Hi. Hi. Oh, hawk up there. Hi, hawk. hawk. Did you guys notice we're talking about all these animal spirit conversations, these animal energies, these animal beings and creatures, these animal yes, are. consciousnesses? Like, because I don't know. I mean, I, I talk a lot about collective consciousness. She talks a lot about collective consciousness. It's it's to do with, oh, 55, still alive, 11.55, and it's one thousand. What is it? One hundred thousand fifty-five miles at eleven fifty-five. <laughs> Numbers. We get our synchronicity. Numbers, animals. They're so, all messengers. Yeah. So messengers. that's the thing. Is it like we're tuning ourselves to be listening to animals, and so that means all of the energy of all of the animals are coming up to us to saying, "Uh, yeah, I have a message. Can I slip that in your pocket? Tell my friend. You know." Right. Right. There's so much. Um, that's what Grandmother Spider was. She was the messenger between the gods and the Terrans, the star yeah. people and the earth people. Yeah. Well, because yeah. humans needed fire. They wanted it. Right. And they were asking animals to, like, help them get it, but well, no, and the, nobody and then could it's quite also work the it out. the story of the Kundalini awakening. Oh, for sure. Well, everything's the story of the Kundalini. Here's the story. That's the, that's the other half the of the... Lady. That's the half... That's the half that's missing from Joseph Campbell. It's like he totally missed <laughs> the, the, femi- lady. the feminine arc of the wheel. Did anyone notice that the feminine arc of the wheel is missing from Joseph Campbell, or is that just me? There's no birth journey. How, I ask you. How, how? did you hatch your own egg, sister? How? How? how now, brown cow? Well, I mean, is that the masculine goal, is to hatch their own egg? I think so. Is yes. that why immaculate conception is so prevalent in Christianity? Listen, just as every woman is a little bit peevish, we cannot pee our name in the snow, I am willing to bet there are a lot of gentlemen out there who would really like to hatch their own egg. Well, I know they do experiments trying to work on that. Oh, they're, they're artificial wombs and stuff. I've heard that in China they were already doing Oh, it's already clones. been going on. They are already yeah. like making clones and shit. Maybe. I, sometimes I wonder if I was a test tube baby. I mean, that that was well, going again, on in the there 40s. are age now. Test, test tube babies Whoa. started in the 70s. 40s. I have paperwork on it. Okay, well, whatever. 40s. The successful ones that we 40s. know about. Okay, I'm not. I know. It's I'm okay. You can punch me twice. If you no, know. I don't want to punch you at all. So I'm don't just, put out your joint on my arm, though. That would hurt. Golly Moses. <laughs> I would never dream of <laughs> such an impulse. I would put it out on my own tongue first, as I often do. Don't you do that. Fire eater. I'm a fire eater. Oh, I that's love it. True. I I I commune with plants and a You're lot like of fire lizard. A lot of wildfire medicine means that the smoke and the particulate and actually the ingestion of the flame happens in various ways and I commune very intimately with it. 
And I don't care if that sounds weird because, you know. No, it doesn't. What does it feel like People do that professionally. Right. They go, they get, like, really good at it. And they, like, have equipment and they film it. Well, yeah. And it's all done within a procedure and protocols and all that. And everyone's safe and happy. And everyone knows how I feel about protocols. Bogons. Bogons. Makes me want to (laughs) swear. Oh, yeah, that's so true. But they make great poetry, right? Oh, fuck off with that. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. And I was just thinking, I'm really trying not to swear because I was going to say a swear. And like that, that poetry, like you could die from the, it makes your ears bleed. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Run away, run away. <laughs> I just start think- clapping as soon as they start talking. You know what? Oh, marvelous. Thank you. I'm so overwhelmed. That's the most powerful bit of poetry I've ever heard in my life. You must be so amazed. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. All while you're backing away to get out of earshot. And it's like, it's like the weeping angels. That's how you escape death. Oh, makes sense to me. Maintain eye contact, maintain clapping and verbal adulation while receding, stepping further and further away. I feel like this could be a life skill. Uh, that's all I offer. Put your thumb out. Ready? Put your thumb out. Make sure you know where your towel is. Pay attention to particle 42. We did. And if you see the dolphins leaving, say, so long okay, and thanks, thanks for all the fish. So sad that it has, it has come to this. this. So long, so long and thanks so for all the fish. fish. Yeah, exactly. That's a good, good song. I love that. That whole opening number is just like pretty much cinematic perfection. Okay, I have to tell you something. I 142! Woohoo! Look for your got my towel. You've got your towel. Got I my always water bottle. I try to carry extra towels. You toweled me today. I do. I try to give people towels or adornment when I am out and about. You know? Like today I brought extra copper because I knew it was gonna be with Juliet. We need extra metallic grounding when we're together. I brought extra so. medicine. So, like, I have uh, wood here, I have death, I have jasper, I have bone, I have love of kin and family and friends and community, I have bird medicine, I have coral, and I have ocean. Yeah. I have my, like, Ursula patch. I don't know what you call this little, like, bump Shell. shell. It's like my, like, thymus activator. I love it. It's good for my throat chakra. I like it. And it has deer medicine, so it's multimodal. Yeah. Everything needs to be multimodal at this point. Yeah, I, what do I have on for adornment today? Your copper or brass or whatever wire with your sea emerald. Yeah. Your crown, your coronet, your tiara. It's an organ, honestly. Yeah. I yeah. would consider it to be an organ. Well, they're all found on the beach, so all programmed. Yeah. yeah. All programmed with that energy. Well, everything in that area of the um, gleaning is coated in um, resin mm-hmm. or a resinous energy because of the um, petrochemicals yes. that are present in the residue um well the beach where i walk it's like basically the polished wax like if you were going to put 
wax in a tumbler full it's of candies. It's a patina. That's what happens with all of those rocks yeah. there because there's so many. Uh, well, it's right above yeah. volcanic vents. Yeah, that's what I was getting at, the thermals. I wanted you to talk yeah. about the thermals uh, and the grid work because it's part of the ring of fire. Oh, 33, that's why, because you need to know. And 699. And, and, yeah, and we had 77 too. Um, but either way. Edison Avenue. I know. Well, ain't that grand. Let's talk about electricity. <laughs> no. Yes. Let's talk well, about talk volcanoes. About, talk about 33. Talk about the 33rd parallel and where Swami's is because we've got the Jasper with us. Right. And this whole discussion of electromagnetic fields and energy and tuning. So that's yeah. a locus. So, you know, you have your latitudes and longitudes around the planet. And the latitudes are the ones that circle around. Well, they all circle around because it's a round sphere, so let's get some better language. The latitudes appear to go horizontal when you're looking at the globe. They're parallel with the equator. You are such a linguistical genius. Thank you. <laughs> parallel with the equator. So if you count the latitudes to 33, you might notice a few things like volcanoes and sacred sites and ancient, ancient, ancient sacred sites. Let's see. Oh, we got to continue straight? All right. Continue yes, straight. you're fine. Um, that have varying magnetic vortices yeah. of power. So say you were in the business of Are they going to have you do the 10? I don't know. 1.1 mile, go to 60. Okay. Yeah, I think they are going to put you on the 10. All right. So 33rd parallel. Now what I notice on the 33rd parallel is, especially by water, oh my goodness, by the water, telepathy gets really, really loud and superiorly clear. So much in fact that, that when I have a telepathic experience with a person, that person will quite probably text or call me while I'm on the 33rd and I don't have a signal, they will get through. I don't understand how that worked, but whoa, something just came through there. Collective will. Okay, what's coming through and making noises? I don't know. It's probably telling you about this traffic. Oh, it was Facebook. Oh. Everybody wants to be a part of the party. Of course. How could you not? Oh, I know, right? 2942. <laughs> Hi, Molly. Oh, funny. So, let's see. 33rd parallel has a, it, so, an inordinate amount of sacred sites. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And... Not to mention a lot of off-planetary connectivity. So you may call aliens, UFOs, levitation, paranormal experiences. Things tend to go differently along the 33rd parallel. <coughs> a lot of ascended masters find themselves at home on the 33rd parallel. Is that true? Yeah. 
that's been my experience from what I'm reading and, and communing with other people. And to be honest, I've met an inordinate amount of modern day saints in this area. What about... They kind of converge. Um, oh, I know, like, Thich Nhat Hanh lives in, like, or Escondido. used to live in Escondido. I guess he went back to Vietnam now, but so, he so lived there for did, a long time. You know who else was a Master. saint there? Ma- uh-huh. He was from all over. He had temples all John, over the planet. Um, what's his name? From Sunataram. Yeah. Oh, heavens, when your name is... Oh, dear, it's a very long name with many, many honorifics. His name... Pra Ajan Amaro. Yeah, that's what I was saying, Master. We, but I just only like that. I, Hannah and I call him Master. I, 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 I like, can I just shorten this? Because I was like, you know, homeboy. I'm doing it wrong. I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> the dude who broke my sunglasses, and I'm still kind of butthurt about it. <laughs> He's a saint. We, we have to be My cool. sunglasses got broken by a saint. <laughs> he sat at him and broke him. No, what remember it was the four-way high five. Oh, that's right. Had- it was you, me, some chat, and master in the parking lot of the temple, and we did a four-way high five to say goodbye, and he freaking broke my sunglasses. I've forgotten that. Yeah. Bear with me. It was a day of many feelings. There I- was a lot going on that day. I'm surprised you remember anything about that day at all. They tried. They tried, they, tried. To, they tried to erase that day for all of us, but nobody could. Yeah. Oh, bless it. Yeah. So, 33rd Parallel is a very powerful part of the planet. I, I believe that interplanetary communication can happen with ease and grace in these places. There are magnificent belts of jasper to be found around the planet along the 33rd parallel. Yep. Why would this stone only be there? And and why would the mako shark gravitate towards mm, these areas? My favorite. You I love, love mako. Well, I love sharks in general, but yeah. makos are makos are really It seems to me it's like between happy. the 42nd parallel parallel and the 33rd parallel you can find the mako shark but the mako shark will go for a very specific magnetism and did you know that many 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 crustaceans they don't eat the things you think they eat they eat magnetism off of those things what do you think about that well plasma I mean, because people still don't understand how photosynthesis works, but I do because I eat the sun. So, like, people, okay, so this is the moment where I go, like, am I going to talk about this or am I not going to talk about this? But I feel like I should just talk about it. Our world is popping right now. We have to share everything. Like, for me, and this is where, from certain perspectives, people will not agree. Mm -hmm. They will not be in alignment. And I will just say, look, I can just talk about my embodied experience and how I perceive my. material reality Mm -hmm. and in my body in this vessel I experience drinking in ingesting consuming digesting okay nourishment literal nourishment from sunlight like just straight up and I know that people say like oh yeah you need to be in the sun you're good in this lane honey you're fine yeah you know you need to be in the sun to like help you make vitamin d like it's not just that people I've watched you mul- I've watched you on a complete fast yeah you only took in tea 
right. tea. That's water and a tea bag. Right. That's it. Herbal tea. For something like eight days? Am I wrong? Oh, I've gone and, long times. And, like, you know. With oils on your body and drinking in sunlight. Right. I've watched you build muscle and yeah. develop mass. Right. There was... There was no food you ate. You didn't ingest. No, you kept trying to get me to eat, and I kept throwing everything yeah, up. and you kept throwing and you, up. Because you needed to eat. I it needed was like, to eat. You know, I'm cold. Put on a sweater. It's like, I'm right. hungry. Go eat something. Is it's that like, my west? You're, um, it's telling me to go over there. Okay. Yes, 10 west, Los Angeles. Sure. Yes. You're perfect. You did it. Hooray. I, I broke my own rule. I crossed the solid line. That's fine. Oh my God. That it gives was, me the shakes. You're, take a deep breath. You're fine. Because <laughs> at least you didn't. Oh no. That's okay. That's fine. You're fine. Woo boy. Yay. Hooray. So yeah. I've watched you so I can verify. So anybody. yeah. So when I lay out in the sun, it's literally just, it's nourishing me. I'm getting, I mean, my gut is wonky as fuck for lack of a better word my digestive system and my cellular uh my cellular machinery is atypical okay correct and i it's it's what i would consider to be you know sensitive right it's i i need to run as little through it as possible and what I thrive off of is small uh, amounts of usually like well-cooked, highly processed foods for caloric intake and then like singular supplementation of different nutrients, different right. like micronutrients that I might need. But I eat them in rotation. So it's like I might go for a few days, a few weeks or a few months where all I'm eating is like potatoes mostly right, right. or eggs or avocados or whatever and I just rotate through different ones and it's totally intuitive mm -hmm. and it's totally vitalizing right. it has healed me more than following any other dietary protocol that I've ever tried to follow in my life and right now I'm not following anything other than listening to my intuition and and saying this is what I need to eat this is when I need to eat it right. this is how I need to eat it and, and what really helps me is getting out of the social expectation of eating. Oh, because yeah. trying to, to, to link up with anyone else's social expectation for eating is burdensome. It used right. to only be done in feast season. Right. It used to be intermittent and when we were celebratory and we would get into that mode and we would be prepared for it, usually by fasting prior so we'd be super hungry. Right. So like then we're like, yay, I don't care that we're both sitting here and staring at each other because I'm so fucking starving, I'm going right. to eat anyway. Like... That's feast medicine, right? That I love sense. getting into feast mode when I need yeah. to eat because right. then I'm like truly, I have an appetite, you know? Right. And so it doesn't matter if I have a little bit of social anxiety or a little bit of like sensory overwhelmment from the lighting or the sound in the venue or some smell in somebody else's dish, you know, right. across the table from me doesn't cause me to leave the table, you know, right, right. if I truly have developed an appetite and have fasted well beforehand and have really taken care of my body, then I'm conditioned to go in and eat with other people. Right. If I'm not in that state, then guess what? Home girl, homeboy, grandpa shaman, 
you know, lady of the night, whoever shows up at the table in a group right. in this flesh sack. It's fine. We can all eat together at that guess, point. Guess what? Guess what I end up eating if I'm not well prepared for it? What? Nada. Zero. Bupkis. Right. I get a coffee or a tea or something like that. Something warm to hold in my hands and sip. Right. I might eat a few chips if we're at like a Mexican place and there's Same. a bowl of chips on the table. But basically, I don't try to run nothing through my system because I'm already ingesting, digesting, processing a ton of sensory input and a bunch, a bunch of energy, emotional energy from the other humans around me, a bunch of mental input from my own, like, pro- just handling the experience, you know, my, my mind running through it all over and over, like, is this right? Is this right? Is this right? It's fine. This was on the map. It's a little chunk of slowing because of the construction. No, no, no. no. I, I'm seeing dead people, and I'm going, why am I seeing dead people? Because there was maybe an accident here recently. No, I'm pointing at the billboard. Oh. It says forest lawn. Oh, because you know why? Because your lovely little protective thing was protecting me from seeing that. Mm-hmm. This placard and lovely little cross. There's no way I don't ever see it. I just, I just see it. There's yeah. forest lawn wreath flower shops. So they're saying, like, if you're going to put a wreath on your dead loved one's I'm sorry, people. land, I'm sorry, I'm... then on. also pick up a wreath for your house. Is that what they're trying to say? No, Forest Lawn's a cemetery. And I know. Cemeteries are a shitload of dead people piled on top I know, of but another. that particular billboard seems to be advertising Christmas wreaths. Well, my point was saying okay i see a shitload of dead spirits around me why yeah am i why am i going through this flock of dead people oh look at there's little christmas trees because unbeknownst to me i'm driving it's next beautiful. to a cemetery and it's beautiful yeah so i'm actually glad we have a slowdown here that's so lovely god bless all those families that are losing their loved ones during the holidays, that are missing their loved ones during the holidays. Goddess bless everyone. Way to make lemonade from those lemons. I mean, that's why we're in traffic, because we needed to pay attention and see the suffering at the roadside. Hi, daddies. Hi, daddies. Well, the dead people aren't suffering, but the ones that miss them and think that we all miss you. There. No we, one's forgotten about you, dead people. We pay attention to you all. I personally don't think I know anybody buried in Forest Lawn Memorial Park. I have Hills. family. I think I have family in. I don't know if it's in this one or if it's the one that's closer to LA. I have to. Okay. Ask. Well, but I have a lot of family all Dead over the people place, of though, Forest Lawn, may I... There's somebody's loved may ones May anyway. I pawn you off to go talk to another empath at this moment because I'm, I'm doing my very best to drive the car. Yeah, or just talk to me if you need to. Because I'm just I, sitting I'll right put here. on the windshield wipers to get you off right now. I just cannot deal with you while I'm driving. Well, look, and there we're past it. Because I just... Here goes the, the church. There goes the steeple. Look at the doors. There goes the people. See Bye. Ya. Bye, daddies. Bye, daddies. We love you. Bye. 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 Have a nice day. Oh, that was a big ass cemetery. We're still oh, not to the other side of it. Mackerel. My hair. Here we are. My hair trees. is. Those, those are oak trees. Those are really? not. Those are not. That's grandfather oak. Okay. That's Go away, my Oki. lovely California. Go away, Oki. Oh, I love, no, 
My hair is sweating. I can't drive with that pressure. Oklahoma, 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 Oklahoma. Okay. They're just weaving weather again today, aren't they? I say Los Angeles with my eye. Yes, with my little eye. There's my buildings. My grandma Barbara always dances a little jig in my heart space every time I see those buildings. Barbara, I love Grandma Barbara's stories. Yes, Grandma Barbara is the best. If you ever need to stop and take a break on a road trip and and you need to go potty, just you can just say, Barbara has to go to the bathroom. No shit. Oh, don't blame her. But like, but like, honestly, the lesson is, if you need a stop for a bio break, don't blame your kid or your loved one. Take the, take the onus of your own bodily needs and just speak them. We're all humans. We all have bodily needs. Did you want me to pull over? Me? Yeah. Right now? Yeah. Oh no. Okay. I thought it was like like a like a subtext. I'm not sure. Oh no, dear. No, dear. No, dear. Like, sure, right here where there's no shoulder and it's like creepy and scary and there's way too many cars. This is totally where we should Dude, I am still from that cemetery. Goodbye cemetery already, Jesus. It's fine. All the Jesuses. Oh, my hair is so sweaty and I was so lovely before we left the house. No, you're beautiful. It's just because the sun's in your window. And all the dead people, man. Maybe we should put some more blowy air on. Or you can roll down the window. You know, we can stop the recording because they've listened to enough of our journey. No, I no, think. no, there's more. Why is there a T in the sky? There's more? Because uh, they're we- weaving. It's weather work it's over on the side. And look, there's 11s over there. Wait, are we hashtagging and the there's, sky? What's going on? Right. Well, there's triangles, and then there's an 11, and then there's another 11. And over there, there's a grid. I mean, there's just... There's yeah. so much to see. If it isn't it's 44 minutes. People, 44 <laughs> minutes and 22 seconds. I think we should be done now. Okay. Azusa. I want to go for the hour. We have yet, I have yet to do an hour. Oh, you want to get to an hour? I can roll hour. with you for an hour. That, all right, fine. Challenge extended. Ha <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> roll with it, baby. <laughs> That's right. All right. So, what's our so next that's topic? Grandmother Spider. They're weaving. Yeah. We're talking about Grandmother Spider. So this is okay. So this is what we can talk about. Yeah. We can talk about people noticing chemtrails or weather weaving Dead or people. lines in the sky. Right? They notice it and they go, "Well, what is that?" And they hear an excuse. They go, "Okay, sure, that sounds reasonable." Mm-hmm. Blah 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 blah. So everybody has decisions on whether or not they believe it's one thing or another and everybody's trying to convince people it's one thing or another I don't want to do any of those things all I want to do is share with you my soothing mantra that I utilize whenever anything comes up that I am not clear on that causes me some sort of questioning seeking like distress where I'm like I don't know what's going on I feel like fear scared like I I that's like it's like anxiety, basically. I look right. up there and go, I don't know what they're up to up there. You know, it's like I live in, near military town, so I hear ordinance all the time. I hear like war games, yeah. boom, boom, boom. So like, whenever I hear those things, this is what I say: I don't know how they meant it, but I'm declaring it good. I don't know how they meant it, but I'm declaring it good. I don't know how they meant it, but I'm declaring it good. So whenever I see this weather weaving going on, mm-hmm. 
I just cast mudras, throw my arms or hands up into the sky, right. and I just speak it aloud or silently inside my head. I don't know how they meant it, but I'm declaring it good. Right. And and sometimes I'll even sing along. I'll I'll do the song. Be good, 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 Johnny. You know, because that also is it's an echo, reverb, preverb for other ceremonies that affirms other castings that have been done previously or other in other realities if that makes sense Total so sense. anyways if you look up and it feels like somebody's turning the sky into an etch-a-sketch etch and they're just gonna like shake your image out in a minute don't freak out hashtag don't panic Stick hashtag out. take a picture and put the hashtag grandmother spider how about that yes because the weather weaving is not necessarily injurious okay like out here fire season sometimes you're really grateful for the clouds because the yeah. sun can aggravate a wildfire situation. Well, and the thing, the point is that, like, however it's being put out is not necessarily how it's landing is the whole point. Because right. the collective uh, consciousness and the will of Gaia, who is currently present and active in our planetary material matrix mm -hmm. realm, mm -hmm. is guiding restoration, recovery, wellness. So anything that we may be trying to do to interfere or or you know usurp that trend towards wellness right. is no longer possible it's, it just doesn't align anymore the kids it can't yeah. it, the planet's inoculated from our bullshit oh, I love that. do you know what I mean I love that. the planet has been inoculated from hum humanity's bullshit we're in good hands <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We're laughing, but never mind. Uh, that's for the after dark edition. Well, I'm just I'm laughing because I don't know. Did you hear my my thing from my aunt Phyllis with the Covina cop, cop conference call thingy? Did you hear that? No. Oh my gosh. Okay, so you have to go and listen to what my episode of Fireside Chat. It's called. Um, it's called Flawless Not Perfect. Oh, you just put that one out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's my aunt my great aunt Phyllis, aka Auntie Flawless. Yes. AKA Queenie, as she's known, is my great aunt and she told the story about how in nineteen fifty three she hacked the phone systems of seven local police departments, including the one in Covina, which is what we're driving how did through she right do now. That? I, I'll let, you should listen to the story because I, I don't want to retell it badly. I'd rather people hear it from her, her Flawless ears. Flawless told the yes. story. Oh, God. Yeah. What year was that? 1953. That's two years before Disneyland was created. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. What a, what a powerful witch. Huh? My, Auntie Fla my Auntie Flawless, definitely. I love her. She's one of my favorite humans on Earth. Your, your tribe is so industrious. Oh my gosh, yeah. Blows my mind. And and smart as tax. Holy moly. I'm just looking at all these numbers in the sky and pyramids and shapes and Right? It's nuts. Oh well the T turned into an X with diamonds. X now. marks the X marks the spot. Yeah. It looks kind of like Sagittarius, like a bow going around it. Oh that's cool. It's tis the season. Yeah. Oh there's the E again. Yeah. What does that mean again? Sometimes I see it forward and sometimes I see it backwards. I don't know, man. I keep seeing weird, like, pyramid-type shapes in the clouds. It's very don't strange. Don't you wish we had a friend that was, like, a professional symbologist? 
a professional what what? I know. What, well, you look. A professional what? Symbologist. Oh, symbologist. Okay. Somebody who looks at the symbols and goes, I know what that I'm is. A I'm a professional symbologist. I'm not. I'm not. I see them. I see the symbols all the time. Is there, is there a name for somebody who professionally sees You're hyperlexic, the dear. You're hyperlexic. Yeah. Your brain is tuned to see pattern, just like me. Hyperlexic. Hyperlexic. Yeah. Well, yeah. There is that. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just a way of braining. It's like your it's like your synesthesia. It's yeah. just part of the way that your your mind and your body work together. They sure do. They sure do. You know that's the great part about hitting your head. Mm. You get to <laughs> You might break something, but you also might get to add on, like a like a new bedroom or a second bath. Do you know what I mean? When you when you when you upset the matrix in the brain. Yeah. The brain. Well, I don't even know if it's your brain or your well, it's gut, your pruning. whole system. You, don't don't use building metaphors. Yeah. Use plant metaphors because it's more right. We're organic. more of a bio It's more anyway. organic. So think about pruning bushes. Yeah. You know, you prune the bushes back. They grow back ten times more rich and lustrous and vital, right? Yeah. But you don't wax the bush. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm thinking That's about. That's uprooting. I'm thinking about your grandma's. <laughs> no, fuck <laughs> you, dude. Why did you we not, say that? I didn't even say box. You said box. I know. Come you. Out. I swear. You. You're just. You know. You have momentum towards the sexual content constantly just is what where the you're wrong with me? there's nothing wrong with you it's just your flavor i love it it's hilarious it's just not pleasant when it deals with my family member sexuality then well, it makes me how the hell do you think you got here if your grandmother didn't get laid? i know i oh, know look at this old but car. still i bet that's from the 40s oh it looks like a brown mater oh and it even has a little bit of teal on the roof just like mater toe mater well, I said I have the the social graces of Toe Mater and the magical powers of Mary Poppins. That is totally if 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 because people go like, what gender are you? I just want to go. Mm, genderly delicious. Is, is Toe Mater a gender? I think genderly delicious is a good. Genderly one. delicious. Yeah, I I am Grandpa Shaman is a gender that I am sometimes. You're a bit like a leprechaun. <laughs> Genderly delicious. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Man, it's just uh, it's a different day. Different road. days have different genders. You know what I mean? Like, if that makes sense. Like underwear of the day. Yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. Oh, because there totally is underwear of the day. Because yeah, there are those? days that I can wear certain underwear and it's fine. It's great. It's like, okay, my body can make this happen. Yeah. And then other days it's like, haha, you're so funny. And then like <laughs> they just like fly off of me like reverse magnetism. They're repelled. <laughs> oh, do the All right. Have I been around when this phenomenon Oh, sure, happens? sure, sure. You know, when you see them go flying across the room, like. <laughs> You go, oh yeah. 
like today. Okay, I will tell you. I will tell you because, like, look, you guys understand. This is not me being oversensitive. It's hard to drive through LA while it's so hard. Okay. You have to understand. It's not. It's not me being over difficult or Princess in the Pea or any of that. Princess in the Pea. I know it really isn't. I mean, understand that this particular chooch, this particular cha cha, this particular yoni vagina junk, you know, area groin whatever you want to call it this cooter, cooter that's a good one cooter i usually say hooter or hooter booch yeah bonch like whatever pick one although bonch is usually associated with hair so and since i don't have any because of radiation damage and surgical removal so you'd be um, more of a clam ma'am Ugh, i hate clam though that's so gross oh my god i might vomit if you say <laughs> why because say taco instead I have anaphylaxis. I'm allergic to the clam affiliation with, with my sexual anatomy. Please don't ever call it that. Oh my god. Okay, okay. I just had anaphylaxis from that <laughs> word. Stop. Uh, no. Uh, we have no time for meds. We have to get through this. <laughs> At any rate, no. Taco. Sure, okay. Anything like that, fine. Oh, I hate pussy, though. I hate it when say, people say that. Anyway, that mouth. So, anyways, it's very scarified, radioactive damage from, you know, bullshit and nonsense and over a dozen surgeries and restorative pre blah, 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 yada, yada. So, fucking, wearing underpants sometimes feels like... it's They're terrible. Hell, Both yeah. genders. Neither, neither bearers of either type of junk knows how to make underwear worth a damn in my opinion they all have seams in terrible places and they're just awful so there's a couple of pairs of boxers that i have that Uh are like super comfortable because they're like meant for sleeping and they're designed for chicks so that they're made of like soft fabric and they don't have the extra weight of like the seam pocket to Mm -hmm. have your penis poker outer thingy so like they're Oh, the boy pants. The yeah. fly, the, you know, gotcha. I couldn't think of the fly, so I just made I just eight had to extra rewind words the to re- for no reason. The oh, the penis poker outer thing. Oh the God. penis poker outer pocket. We used to call it the penis pocket when we were body the training. The yeah. penis pocket. It's the penis pocket. Yeah, that. Just, yeah, that thing I see you is on a, one, just put it's it back annoy- in your It's pocket. annoying because gotcha. it rubs on my junk and it's terrible because my innie is no longer Scar an innie, it's an Audi because yeah. of all the surgeries and blah, blah, blah. Anyways, this is TMI officially now, guys. Sorry. Yeah, but here's the thing. But we're going to do some transmutation right. on that right now so because like, everybody's I got junk. So I want you to know it. that like literally when I was choosing my clothes this morning and trying to figure out my outfit when I found that like a certain particular pair of underwear was actually available and clean and not in the pile of laundry. You know it's gonna be okay. I started crying because yes. I was so happy. I was like, yes, I can be comfortable today. I was like, oh my God, I was you, so relieved. I started more, crying. One more point of pain you don't have to accept. Yeah. Settle for. It's just yeah. like one burden today that I don't have to carry. You know, it's just the fact that my underwear are comfortable. Like. It seems like such a minor thing, but when you've been dealing with it for 13 years, I gotta tell you, man, it wears on you after oh, a while. Oh, yeah. Well, and you know, too, I, I've had some friends share in confidence that once they hit middle age, it literally became painful to wear certain garments. Oh, yeah. Like, totally. Like, nerve pain. Yeah. Like they went to the doctors. 
thinking they had a heart attack over a bra. I'm or, telling I'm telling you, man, the de- things are designed and and they it's like they're trying to injure us with the designs. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that. It's interesting. Why would we why would we buy into a world that's designed for discomfort? Because we're conditioned to I don't like those conditions. I know, but that's why we're busting the paradigm. That's why we get labeled crazy. When when do I ever wear a bra? Well, Never. Yeah. Net like literally, I can't remember the last time I wore a bra. Well, aren't you blessed that you don't have to? I I pers- now this is an overshare on my part too, but I I will experience pulled muscles in my chest if I yeah. go down a bumpy road without oh, no, a bra. I'm, I'm not me suggesting down. you go about unsupported at no, all. No, no. But like, what I'm saying for me, is, it was just ruinous. as post surgery, you had wardrobe issues. I have wardrobe issues too. And and all your scar tissue pockets down below, right? Well, from that too. Yep, because I've had a surgery or two down there. But my breasts haven't had surgery. But, but the, I can't tell you the amount of pain I go through on a daily basis just being able to pack my breasts into something that's socially acceptable, number one. Right. Number two, so they don't bounce up and restrict my vision as yeah. I'm driving because they're just too big. Right. Just too big. The whole, I find the whole paradigm to just be upsetting, you know, clothing and well, that's the thing that worries me is that the restrictions are based off of vectors that aren't based our on own? wellness. It's not no. based on wellness, you know? They're not our vectors and they're, they're not They're based on healthy. the aesthetic preference of the male gaze primarily. And you know what sucks is most of my clothing, I bet, is sewn in sweatshops by young women. Yeah. Yeah. So how about that? Well, the whole paradigm. We could clean that up. Yeah. It feels weird to buy new clothes. Anytime I do, I'm just sort of like, oh, should I be doing this? There's another disappointment, and I'm parting with valuable money. Right. So I end up usually getting secondhand stuff most often. Yeah. Although I did get Truman a bunch of nice brand new t-shirts because I wanted him to look nice for school. They had some really cute graphic tees, so, and they're on sale, so nice. I was like, he, he gets a lot of hand-me-downs and, and, and secondhand stuff, you know, but... Yeah, we roll for, that way, too. Well, because for sensory, it's more comfortable mm-hmm. if, if the clothing has had a Soft. few wears, so, like, yeah. he's gotten a lot of Dave's hand-me-down t-shirts or yeah. more shorts, you know? as they've gone like too worn for Dave to wear to work for instance right. it's still nice enough for Truman to wear around the house sure. or to go to or to go to school sure, in sure. you know or play outside um, sure. yeah or just play in or whatever so I don't know I try to make him look nice but I'm not about like appearances just for the sake of appearances right. I just I just want him to be presentable you know comfortable comfortable is the key definitely that's the main that's, I mean, that's why I'm wearing what I'm wearing. Yeah. I have my elephant pants on and a flannel. I put on my grandpa Crocs because I yeah, couldn't do the boots. we both have lounge pants on today. I couldn't do the boots today, man. My feet were cranky when I woke yeah. up this morning and I was like, girl, you can't do boots. It's been quite cold. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that, that can stiffen things up a bit. Well, yes, and also stuff with my diet this week has not been great. Oh, yeah? I've had, I've had some awkward, uh, too much variety. You know how I was saying how I try to eat just one thing at a time mm-hmm. for a season? Mm-hmm. When you get into the holiday season and you eat with family and friends yeah. and you go out a lot, it's just like you're just loading in a bunch of different stuff and it's just cumulative from that. Right. So that's why I'm fasting today. I'm fasting until probably closer to sundown. Like I imagine we're, we're all going to be pretty hungry by the time we're done with the workshop. Oh, yeah. And I brought, I brought sweet treats in the back. We have powdered donut holes. <laughs> we have pumpkin cake. We'll need some sugar, that's for we sure. We have chocolate-covered walnuts. Anytime I do energy work, we want some sugar. And something else is in there. It's, oh, nuts. Yeah. Some nuts in there. So, okay, continue straight. Oh, good. Yeah, you're good. And guess what? What? Chicken butt. Guess where? What? Chicken song? Right there. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just feeling a little juvenile. Whenever I come back to LA, I feel like a kid. Yeah. Alright, so I was just going to let you know that you you did it. You passed the one hour milestone. We're a minute Woo-hoo! and we're an hour. Let's go and an hour and a half if we we're, can. We're, oh my God. Juliet, I want to put my phone down and I'm almost out of batteries. Okay. So, I guess that. Sorry, Mark. I tried. No, well, we could go an hour and a half if you really want to. But it'd have to be on my phone, and I'm using it for directions. No. Well, I mean, yeah, we would have to do And it wouldn't be your continuous stream. Yeah. Well, hey. Our bell is dead radio. Thanks. And yes. Open lines we'll, radio. We'll catch you next time with a 90-minute segment. Yeah. Of, what do we call this one? How well, this was the... the this was RC the... RC conversations? Yeah, like a road, road trip chat. <laughs> You know what? It started about Grandmother Spider, so yeah. how about everything under the web? Okay. Because look at the sky. It looks like a big spider web with all those lines in it. Yeah. Yeah. So we say, Chihola Lee. That means I love you. Aw, I love you. you I love me, you. You want me to do my Chickasaw goodbye? Yes, please. All right, then I'll say... Chukma Chibisalacho means hello. I will see you as the Chickasaw have no word for goodbye. Oh, I love that. I love it too. I can't wait till people start saying it back to me someday. <laughs> I've got to remember it. I, I know. It'll, we'll I'll get there. I'll make up cards. I have a new printer, so I'll do that. Yeah. All right. Oh, and look at that. We come around the bend and there's my buildings. Oh, wow. Oh, like home. It's just like, it's just like home. My whole heart just skips three beats. You really love Los Angeles. Oh, my God. I mean, hi, I lived there for how many years? Of course. This is my hometown. I don't really feel like I have a hometown until I get here. And then I'm like, yeah, this is your hometown, bitch. You should move back. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> I think the one place on the west coast I feel like that is Encinitas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because hi, the magnets. Hi, hi, it's like a homing pigeon. Yeah. yeah. It's a homing signal. So yes, whenever I see those buildings, I just my heart just. It's like that Grinch moment, you know, where the heart grows three sizes. Yeah, that's what happens. Everybody's gotta love the Grinch. Yeah. It's my grandma. My grandma goes. Woohoo. <laughs> Yeah, home again, home again, jiggity jig. I love that one. All right, so yeah, that's it. We're saying, Chaholi, love you.